Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Keith Weedman, Level 3 by Design. It is an honor for me to lead this conversation with you. I call it a conversation because I intend to respond to questions going on in your mind. My intention is for you to apply what you learn, to take action, and experience the benefits that result from you taking action. We're going to have a conversation about why give people you lead positive feedback. This is an area that I take pride in. It's not just positive feedback, though, that it's really important. Without constructive feedback, without feedback that improves performance, positive feedback is much less valuable than it could be and should be. I've invested 20,000 hours in the discipline practice of constructivist thinking, and much of this time is focused on feedback, how to give and receive positive feedback in a way that elevates performance, and how to do the same for constructive feedback. One of my mentors is international sales trainer Eric Lawfulm. Eric Lawfulm says when you want to make a statement and you want to get people's attention, then use a POI. A POI is a person of influence. I'm going to use a POI. This person I know you know of, his name is Charlie Brown. He once said, Ah, doing a good job around here is like going to the bathroom in a swimming pool. You get a warm feeling inside, but nobody else seems to notice. Have you ever worked anywhere where you felt like your good work was not appreciated? I've been asking this question for many, many years, and I've never heard a no yet. Key question is, do people feel appreciated where they work now with you? Do you express your sincere positive feedback in a way where they feel and know that you value them, that you appreciate their work? How much training have you received giving people positive feedback? How much training do you believe you need? I agree you don't need much training. You really can't mess positive feedback up, except for one way. 
the only way that I know that you can mess up positive feedback is by being insincere. You must understand, everything you learn from me is knowledge that can be applied to build skills. You must practice to build these skills and practice to sustain them. It's a lot like playing sports. I used to play a lot of basketball and I could make seven out of 10 free throws. I've not played in a while. How many free throws do you think I could make out of 10 today? You get to choose how much you elevate these skills and you also get to choose how you maintain them. These skills are benevolent and they can give you a competitive advantage. Typically, one of the first call to actions that a leader receives from me is a call to action to give someone sincere positive feedback each workday. You can learn more in this conversation than I typically provide in an introductory one-to-one -one leadership training session. You could say you're more prepared than they are. The question is, will you take action and apply what you learn? Here's a story from Mindset Coach. After participating in my introductory one-to-one -one leadership training session, she took action for 30 days. She accepted the call to action I'm going to invite you to accept at the end of this conversation. This coach, after she received my last nudge from her introductory session, said, quote, wow. I love the work you are doing and the simple yet powerful and effective strategies you use to inspire and transform people's life through positive energy exchange. I will definitely be intentional today and moving forward to make this practice a daily habit. You have challenged me and changed how I interact with people online and offline." End quote from her sincere positive feedback. What I can tell you is she definitely took action. Her comment reflects the benefits she experienced from taking action. I want you to experience benefits from taking action, applying what you learn. While I can't tell you everything I've learned, I will share as much as I can you can learn much more quickly by learning from my mistakes instead of repeating them. In spite of my telling you, you don't need to have much knowledge to give someone sincere positive feedback. It's possible that you're still afraid, you're still holding back because you've not had much training giving people positive feedback in a way that elevates performance. Here's a story from a sales coach and a motivational speaker. It had been a couple years since I had last worked with him. Out of the blue, he sent me a LinkedIn message. He sells his sales coaching in a free introductory coaching session. He was excited. His new client had not just hired him, 
but his new client had also posted this on his LinkedIn profile. Nelson sent me a copy of the post. The post said, quote, I have just had an amazing business coaching session with my new coach, Nelson. So much greatness that lies within each and every one of us. And sometimes it does take a coach slash Sanjambak to help us unlock the best version of ourselves. Excited to bark on this journey with you, coach, end quote. His post had an uplifting effect upon Nelson. And yes, it's possible that his post could have been more effective. The reason it could have been more effective is you've got to know what the word Sanjambak means. If you live in South Africa, then you know Sanjambak is a whip. It's made out of rhinoceros hide, and it's three feet long. It's a lot like a steel rod. Nelson's new client was letting his LinkedIn network know that he received constructive feedback from his new coach and that he was excited to be working with his new coach because he received the constructive feedback in the helpful way that his coach intended. His new client was young and new to sales. He had not learned anything about how to give positive feedback in the proper way. Yet he had actually demonstrated something I don't normally cover until you get to my advanced course because he gave his positive feedback publicly. When you give positive feedback like that publicly, you actually accentuate the effect, elevate the effect of your positive feedback. You also influence how other people perceive the person you're giving positive feedback to. This next story illustrates how even a highly effective CEO can sometimes question his effectiveness. This story also illustrates the cumulative effect of positive feedback. I know what you're thinking. The people I lead don't need positive feedback. They're already competent. They're already capable. And they know that. You may be surprised to discover your positive feedback will sometimes elevate the performance of even a highly competent executive. I was leading a session for a corporate leadership team. I asked the CEO for the icebreaker to sit in a chair in front of the room. And then I asked every member of his leadership team to give him sincere, positive feedback. I wish you could have seen this CEO sitting in the chair before this exercise began. He was squirming. He was uncomfortable. He didn't want to be there, but he was there because he really cared about his team. Then if you would have been a fly on the wall, if you would have listened to what his leadership team said one by one as they gave him sincere positive feedback, you would have been astounded and you would have thought like I did, wow, what a highly effective CEO. If you could have watched that CEO during the icebreaker, 
you would have noticed his body posture shifting. By the end of that icebreaker, his face was shining. After the training was over, he approached me. He said, I really want to thank you for that icebreaker. Before today's training, I've been questioning my effectiveness as a leader. After listening to the positive feedback from my team, I no longer question my effectiveness. This is what's possible when you give somebody sincere positive feedback. You never know what's going on in somebody's head. Even an executive who's highly skilled can sometimes question their effectiveness. Can you imagine the difference the CEO made in his work once he had his legs back under him? I know we're in the midst of a pandemic. The people you lead are probably working at home. You have a lot less contact with people you lead. <sighs> I know these are challenging times. Who would have thought this pandemic would last this long? It's probably a struggle for you and your team to simply survive. You got too much on your plate. You don't have time. It's impossible to give people positive feedback when they're not even in the workplace. Or is it? Here's a story, a pre-pandemic story, to stimulate your thinking about what's possible. I was in a Facebook group, and it was a large Facebook group. There were 16,000 people in this Facebook group. I was thinking to myself, there's no way they can build a meaningful relationship with anybody. My mentor, he said, invest 30 minutes each day in this Facebook group. I did was I was instructed, even though I thought What's the point? I'm not going to build any relationships with anybody. I noticed that I was able to comment to other people's posts. I could watch a video that somebody else posted or read something that they wrote and then write a comment. And I could utilize positive feedback to effect positive change that elevates performance in strangers. I noticed there was somebody in this group that was really highly skilled at expressing feedback to people in a way that elevated performance. She was really, really good. She stood out among 16,000 people. Then when she posted, I had a chance to comment on her post. When she responded to my comment with appreciation, I used her response as a, a a way to dig deeper. I told her your hard work is evident in your thoughtful comments to post to support your colleagues. I believe by following the example you set, we can elevate our collective performance. Tony Robbins encourages all of us to look for role models to follow. I see you as a role model to follow. Then she responded with this comment. Now you made me speechless. I really don't know what to say other than to say that your words of kindness touch my heart in such a form that I am deeply touched and humbled. There are so many outstanding people here, and I never felt that I am one of them, Keith. I am just trying to do what I can and support where support is appreciated. 
as I love to support and motivate others who sometimes don't see their true light shining through yet. That's really it. This was what she said in her response. I believe you can see that my comment touched her. My positive feedback touched this stranger, probably thinking to herself, what's the big deal? She gave me permission to use her name. Her name is Linda Julius, and she lives in Germany. After we met, her dog, Blissey, was diagnosed with terminal cancer. The vet gave her days to live. Linda loved her dog so much that she utilized her expertise in pressure cooking. She started keeping her dog Blissey alive by cooking home-cooked meals. Blissey lived for 12 more months thanks to Linda's loving care. And Linda wound up writing a book about Blissey's life. I felt honored when she asked me to read Blissey's book and write a comment on the cover of the book. You might still be wondering, what's this got to do with me? Here's the thing. If I can utilize positive feedback to build a relationship with somebody who lives across the Atlantic Ocean that I've never met, then you can utilize positive feedback to build a relationship with people you lead, working remotely. When I work with a leader for the very first time, I typically start with a call to action that involves giving people sincere, positive feedback. I start with this because it's easy to do. I might ask them to accept the same call to action I'm gonna invite you to accept at the end of this conversation. One of the leaders that I worked with sent me this email in response to my nudge at the end of one week. He had a two-week call to action. Here's what he said, quote, thanks for the note, and I've absolutely been on top of your call to action. They seem little at the time, but I'm loving seeing people's responses, end quote. Remember, as long as you're sincere, you've got this. In a similar way, you must truly care. You cannot act like you care about people you lead. If you act like you care, they'll know the difference. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, is he going to teach me everything he knows about giving people sincere positive feedback? I will tell you as much as I can. I'm not holding anything back. Here are a few tips. Make sure you've got their attention before you give them sincere positive feedback. Make eye contact if culturally appropriate. Speak in the first person and second person. Be specific. Each time you give someone you lead sincere positive feedback, you're actually influencing how they perceive themselves and their situation. Each time you take this benevolent action, you're actually building your relationship, strengthening your relationship with the person who receives your positive feedback. I know what you're probably thinking. Oh my gosh, what if it's a new employee? 
what if it's a C player? The last thing I want to do is give this, a C player the wrong idea. Here's the thing. You can tell a C player that you will let them know if they ever are in a situation where you're going to change their rating. In the meantime, you can also tell them that you're responsible to give them both positive feedback and also constructive feedback. And you'll pay attention and seize opportunities to give both generously. We're digging deeper again. When you change the way someone perceives themselves and their situation, you actually are evoking different emotions within them. You see, the way people perceive influences the emotions they feel. Brendan Burchard is a high-performance coach. He teaches coaches how to become high-performance coaches. He wrote a book called High Performance Habits. In his book, he wrote that high performers generate the emotions they intend. He specifically said high performers generate joy and gratitude. If you're wondering what's this got to do with sincere positive feedback, well, let me connect the two. When you give someone sincere positive feedback, then you actually shift their focus to something positive. By doing this, you evoke within them positive emotions. Those positive emotions elevate their performance. You don't just evoke positive emotions within someone you lead. You also, by evoking positive emotions within them, you generate positive emotions within yourself. These positive emotions will elevate your performance too. It's as good as it gets. You elevate their performance and you elevate your performance. One of my favorite quotes by Tony Robbins is where focus goes, energy flows. What he's talking about is as you shift your focus, you can actually generate different emotions. And yes, emotions are essential. And you can create positive emotions which elevate performance or negative emotions which lower performance. Giving the people you lead sincere positive feedback is not the complete solution. It can be part of the solution to a performance problem or productivity problem. I'm sure these are hard times for you. In your role as a leader, you're probably having trouble getting supplies. You may have lost a family member or a friend to COVID. How are your employees doing? How much are they struggling? According to Gallup's State of the American Workforce report, 33% of the workforce is engaged. What about your employees? Are they engaged? What percentage of your employees are engaged? I want to shift the focus for a few minutes to receiving feedback. To you receiving positive feedback from people you lead. The key in receiving positive feedback is to be open to it. By accepting their sincere positive feedback, you are strengthening your relationship with them. 
think of not accepting their sincere positive feedback as invalidating them. If you want your people to be open to receiving positive feedback from you, you must be open to receiving it from them. Each time you do not accept positive feedback from someone, you actually are ripping them off. You're not allowing them to generate the positive emotions within themselves that they could generate if you accepted their feedback. Here are a few tips for receiving positive feedback in a way that elevates their performance and yours. You want to make eye contact if it's culturally appropriate. You want to listen carefully and intently. Ask questions only if needed to clarify what you heard. Thank them sincerely and allow their feedback to have the effect on your emotion that is possible by allowing yourself to feel their feedback. I want you to get maximum value out of this conversation. I invite you to accept this call to action for the next five working days. Seize the first opportunity you catch to give sincere positive feedback to someone you lead each work day. Ensure your feedback is understood. Pay attention to their verbal and nonverbal response. Utilize these as preliminary indicators for whether or not you've had the effect you intended. For nonverbal responses, what you're ideally looking for is a shining face and gleaming eyes. Recognize that some people will be more open to receiving your feedback than others. It's the ones that are more challenging to reach. They can help you elevate your skills the furthest. Then watch for long-term indicators with an awareness that positive feedback has a cumulative effect. You're looking for an elevation in their performance, an increased engagement. Then finally, keep a journal of noteworthy observations. Some will become stories you can tell to inspire your employees. I look forward to having you join this conversation next week. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers in Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers in Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.